Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to a beautiful pea who is a phoenix rising from the ashes. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. Here we are recording in COVID. It's like nothing's changed from a year. No, that's <laughs> right. Lockdown six here in Melbourne, 6.7. If you're in the rural because you came in and out. In yeah. And out. But- <laughs> so I don't know. I think I, the thing that's making me laugh the most is that people in Melbourne now call when lockdown ends snap openings. <laughs> it's, it's not a I snap lockdown. I can't wait for a, a snap, snap opening. <laughs> You could be uh, say a lot of things about that. You're really good, but <laughs> anyway, it's great to be here today and to um, talk to a really awesome P. Yes, yeah, so um, I am so excited. This is a friend of mine that I met probably I don't know, probably 15 or maybe 16 years ago. So, would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, Mandy and Kate. I'm Bron. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. We are thrilled. Yes. Thank you, Bron. <laughs> we are very excited. So we're going to get to ask the questions and yep. then we'll get going and we'll hear all about you, this phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Do you have a song or a band or music that either really gets you up in the downtimes or um, pumps you up during the day? Um, I guess... I really love listening to Pink just because she's, you know, so sort of energetic and such a strong woman. But I don't usually use music as sort of a pick-me-up for some reason. Right. But um, if I do feel a bit flat or I want to sort of jump around, then definitely anything anything by Pink. Yeah, she's awesome. Thank you. Okay, and what about did you win any awards at school? Well, I know that you guys are really sort of, you're not really keen on awards. (laughs) I love an award. (laughs) I I mean, I understand why you guys don't like them and I don't like them for that same reason, but as far as an individual goes, I I love, you know, winning awards. Yeah, that's fine. Of course. For like different different sports and swimming and hurdles. Oh, awesome. Ah. So I was, I'm always after that sort of praise from 
activity yeah. and everything. I think I still yeah. am from doing remote learning. I like a bit of yeah. praise. <laughs> well, children, you get you know. an award from Principal Host here. Yeah, yeah. You level, level coordinator, coordinator. Jones. Yes. You're doing Con- an awesome job. Congratulations. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the most important question is tell us why you are a P. I'm a P because 16 years ago when I had my first child, he sustained a brain injury in the hospital and as a result has cerebral palsy mm. and that's how I am part of the P mm. community. And we met on Essential <laughs> Baby, is that right? My memories. We right? did many, yeah, I think it was, it must have been 15 years ago. Yeah. I think, you know, when the kids were. Yeah, they were babies. One and a half yeah. or they were babies and there was that was sort of so new at that time to have an online forum mm. and I think we essentially all sort of started it and just started chatting and then got to know each other and definitely you know because yeah there was nothing you know now it's you know all over the place you can find lots of online support but back then there was sort of nothing yeah no. it didn't feel like it and we're still friends with a lot of people from that kids and children with disabilities oh, from definitely. essential baby aren't we yeah. it's been it was amazing actually yeah, it really was. Yeah. We're sort of in the forefront there of starting so, online groups. Do you want to, and, and we'll get to like online stuff and everything that you managed to create, but can we go back a little bit and tell us a little bit about what you feel comfortable sharing about your birth with Cooper? Yeah, yeah, pregnancy yeah. and your birth maybe. Yeah. Um, pregnancy, you know, just typical, you know, nor, I don't like the word normal, but yeah. typical pregnancy. Yeah. Um, I was 28, I think, mm. at the time, 27, 28, um, you know, super, super excited, you know, to be pregnant, yep. um, per, you know, textbook pregnancy, all fine, whatever, and booked into just, you know, typical little local hospital and whatever because, you know, I didn't have any complications and it was all going to be straightforward yep. and it was all going to be like in the movies and then it all just basically turned to shit. So um, <laughs> it. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't go to. Let's say it didn't go to plan, and a lot of a lot of different things went wrong. So, you know, if those little individual things went wrong, that would, wouldn't be a problem. But the fact that it was sort of mistake after mistake after mistake, essentially, that then resulted in you know Cooper having sustained you know lack of oxygen to his brain mm. while he was being born. So, did you go into so, labour or? Yeah, yeah, so I just went into labour naturally, like the day after, like t- like forty weeks plus one day. Yep. So he was like the biggest baby in Niku because a lot of them were, you know, yes. little premies. Yes. Yes. Massive, yes. you know, three and a half kilo mm. boof. Yep. Um, and basically when he was first born, you know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, meant to survive and they said he wow. wouldn't survive mm. and that he had the, you know, no chance of, you know, sort of living. And, oh, God. Um, yeah, it was really... So a really tricky time. And I think when I sort of look back at that person, I feel that, you know, that Bron looking back on her, that was a totally different person. And mm, yep. I felt sort of very naive, I guess, mm. to that these things can happen. And now, mm. you know, they they do happen. Yes. And they still continue to happen. And, you know, I I really don't I don't enjoy when I hear that they do happen again, no. but then I also can really have a lot of empathy for that yes, person. And of course. you know, you have an instant connection with them. Yep. Yeah. You know, if you've gone through that similar sort of situation. Mm. How long did he stay in hospital? Um, he was in hospital for a month mm, right. um, and he came home still on like the nasogastric tube for um, his milk because he didn't have a suck or anything like that mm. so he couldn't breastfeed or bottle feed or anything. And they said sort of, you know, we'll see you in a few weeks and we'll put a peg in his tummy and, um, you know, he'll have to eat his food orally like that and he probably won't, you know, physically be able to do very much for the rest of his life. But oh, my God. Take him home and enjoy him and that was that was sort of it really. So he came home. <laughs> I'm assuming this happened. You have vaginal birth or a cesarean? A vaginal birth. Right. And then did they do MRIs in the hospital? Yes. Right, yeah. So, yeah, straight away I think. I think it was on like, the third day that he was born they did MRIs and even when he was first born they said, when they said, oh, he'll have lack of oxygen, you know, he's had a lack of oxygen to his brain and because his APGARs were sort of one and zero mm, for everything God, else because he had God. a little bit of... Yeah, he wasn't breathing. He had a little bit of a heart rate, but he, um, you know, he was still he was alive. And Andrew, my husband, said, "Oh, you know, does that mean he'll have brain damage?" And I sort of just started laughing because I'd had this sort of epidural in uh, epidural at the time, yeah. and I was sort of completely, you know, I'd, I'd had all these, I had all these birth highs because I, I had given yes. birth, but you know, there was no, there was no celebration around that birth yeah. because it was sort of so traumatic, and that's. 
I always make a point that if anyone has a traumatic birth, I always congratulate them yes. on the birth of their child because you still have had a child yes. and still pushed pushed that thing out of my vagina. Yes. <laughs> and you grew him and you, you know, cared for exactly. him. And yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Exactly. It's still a monumental so think, thing for a human to go through to birth another human. Yes. And he oh, was definitely. perfect. He you was, know. yeah, to me. He, you that's know, right. He looked, he looked fine to me even though sort of, you know, I was watching them resuscitate him mm. and I was, I was don't, I, I wasn't really on the planet. I, I was going to say, yeah. I, yeah, just think I really, back. Even I was watching it all, but I think I was just, I think the trauma was too much. Yes. Yeah, your body I, can't process, your mind can't process it. It just takes no, little bits in. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. yes. So then he sort of got, I think the Nets team came and picked him up, sort of from locally, and drove him into the city and. They sent us a photo mm. of him oh. just to say that, you know, he'd gotten to where he needed to be. Mm. And that was a really horror. I remember that night sort of so clearly because mm. I was sitting in the hospital, you know, without my baby mm. and my mum was there with me and I was just, she said I was just kept shaking all night yeah. and sort of in and out of sleep. And, yeah, shock. You know, yeah, in complete shock, exactly. Did they give and you then, um, anything like, you know, Valium or Tamazepam or like did they do I anything? I think so. No, I just not, not that I remember. Yeah. And were you in your own room no. or were you in a four-bed? Yeah, and no, I was in my own room. And then the next morning Andrew came and picked me up. Um, I just remember them saying at the hospital, like, you need to, I think I need to do a wee or something like that, yeah. and then they'd let me go. So I did that and then just jumped in the car with Andrew and then we drove into the city oh. to go to the Royal Women's where they transferred Cooper to. Mm. And so I got to stay there as a patient. Oh, right. I was still, I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah, because you just gave birth. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. So I got to stay there and, you know, be close to Coops yeah. and, and I had my own room. But it was still hard because it was they tried to sort of put me right at the end because it was on the in the maternity yeah. ward, obviously, and people had had babies. Yeah, and you got to walk past those happy sounds. You got to walk past all that, exactly. Yeah. I remember like, oh, so stop was... you with your flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you want rest time? But that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I mean of why, you know, it probably, I think once we knew Cooper was going to survive, so maybe like after the first week or something, then I started getting, you know, congratulations right. and flowers oh. and things like that. But people were too scared yes. to congratulate you because, yeah, I don't know, it's just it's such a tricky thing. For it really People don't know is. what to say. Yeah. It's, but yeah. I suppose now you can, having lived it, say to people, send flowers, congratulate oh, that mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you dad, can send little clothes little for them to wear yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. You can, oh, there's a hundred things you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. To acknowledge it. A person's a person no matter how that's small. That's right. And, yeah, that's exactly And right. how did you adjust to like, you know, you, it's sort of like your first taste of advocacy being in NICU and special care, isn't it? You know, Oh, definitely. Dealing with nurses and doctors yeah. and you're like, boom, you're in. Yeah. How did you manage that? Yeah, Can you remember? I know, and I sort of, yeah, I just, like, I think it's it's been sort of so long since this happened mm. in a way, you know, but I can smell that mm. hand wash and then it yes. pulls me straight back oh. to that moment. Yeah, but especially now with all the hand sanitizer. Yes, I when I went to the exhibition center for my needle, I was like, boom! As soon as oh, I, as soon away. as I put it yep. on my hand, I was like, oh, I know where I am. Yep, and seeing people in PPE. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, and just oh. hearing sort of those machines yep. and things like that. Mm. So Yeah. And when everyone walks, they swish because they've mm. got plastic. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You're like, oh, I remember this. Mm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's right. Yep. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's an interesting thing because, you know, this is all about sort of my journey and how I, you know, parenting a child with a disability. And then obviously Cooper has his own journey. Yes. Right. Being the person with the disability. Yeah. So it's. And it's a really hard thing because it's not something like his birth is not something I really discuss yes. that much yeah. because, you know, you've, you've got to be really careful, I guess, you in really that, do. you know, I can acknowledge the trauma and everything yes. from my side of it, but also it's really hard when, you know, the kids are saying, oh, you know, can tell me your birth story or tell me my yeah. birth story. Mm. And I, yeah, it gets me every time and I'm always in tears by the end of Cooper's birth story. And it's horrible because you don't want your kid to be, thinking that you're crying about their birth. No. You know, yeah, it's just it's hard. It is hard. Well, it's, I think if you really nearly lost a child, yeah, no matter what the outcome had been from that, that story would make you cry. Yes, yeah, true. So, you know, and now you can say, wow, he's here. Yeah. You know? That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. But you still have that always, I think, in the back of your yeah. mind and it really, yeah, it's you know, that trauma really plays on your parenting oh. as well because, oh. you know, it's, or the same as when I look at the disabled permit in the car yeah. and, 
you know, you sort of every morning I look at it and go, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. You, know, you sort of you forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. You then, uh, you had worked yeah. in early childhood, hadn't you? Because I think we talked about yeah, how we might have yeah. crossed paths. So, did yeah. you feel like you were like, right? I can I can do his personal care in the hospital. I can bath um, him. I can touch him. I can, you know, how did you manage? Yeah, that? yeah I could just do that. I mean, I guess because I'd done. Yeah, I worked in early childhood, and I'd worked as a nanny, and I, so I was really confident with little babies yeah. and things like that. And just before I'd had Cooper, I'd been working at the local council yeah. for two years. Um, you know, educating new parents and also working with the, um, what's it called, the you know, the government, yeah. the federal government yep. with getting funding for kids with disabilities. Yeah. So I'd sort of been working with kids with disabilities yeah. but then, yeah, obviously I know way more than I did then and I think I'd do that job oh, like uh, way, way, way better now oh, yeah. than, look back than at I that. did at the time. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting just to... I think that's probably where we had a similarity because I was like, oh, I'm, I have worked with children for 10 years. I'm ready to that's be right. a mum. I know how to change nappies. I, I know how to, this. I can do all yeah. that stuff. And then boom, this is, cha- this is not what I thought. No. And then everything that you've got in this, in this background then yeah. is wiped clean. clean. Yep. Well, that's right. And I think in all your, you know, when you parent, you're parenting off your own experiences of being parented. Yes. Mm, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're having to, parent someone that you know you don't know anything about them yep. or you don't you know we hadn't had anyone with a disability in our family yes. so yeah. I didn't know what to do and I still even now as a teenager it, it's still you're still parenting differently than totally. you are like my able-bodied kids yes. Yep. yes yes I can you know I parent my other kids the way I was parented because I've got that similarity yes of, that we're both neurotypical or whatever yeah. but yeah you know with coops it's it's like parenting it's just like parenting an alien, essentially, which, you know. <laughs> Lots of parents can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's an alien, no, but just that it's something so, it's so, something so yeah, foreign. Yeah, that's right. Well, and there's never been, no. you know, you don't go to the, well, when, when I had my kids, you didn't go to the infant welfare nurse and there was all these pictures and one of the child had a nasogastric exactly. tube and one of the peg and one, one was in a wheelchair. wheelchair and yeah, there's none of that. Yeah. AFOs or yeah. this one is using sign language or hearing aids. Nothing. There's just nothing. these. Oh, no, nothing. Really boring looking fat babies, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well fed babies. Exactly. Um, which doesn't reflect any of our stories. No. So, no, yeah, that's it's right. Hopefully that's changed now. I don't know. That's been, I haven't been to an infant welfare nurse, maternal child health probably since the boys were three or four. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Um, maybe that's different. Maybe it's different now. Yeah. Please feel free to write in and let us know. But um, yeah, I think we just never saw it. There was no mm. images of it. And what's no, that's right. This is off topic a little bit. What's really interesting is since we've done the podcast, so many people have gone and had their children diagnosed with things that they just didn't know because they don't see them and no one talks about them. Yes. So obviously not massive. That's right. Um, physical yeah, disabilities not in, not in your face. Yeah, yeah, but still things that had been really um, affecting these kids' lives. So yeah, you're like, wow, it's just not spoken about. No, so how do you know how to do it? Yeah. Tell us about. Yeah, that's the, right because it's yeah, it's a whole different world. Yeah. Tell us about the. It's er- like another world. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, keep Sorry. going. Sorry. I was just <laughs> going to say, tell us about <laughs> early childhood, those early years, like oh, you know, getting to know God. him as a baby and then a toddler, and then what are you yeah, know? Th- how did you do it? When I think about those early years, I think that the safety of my own home was where I wanted to be, yeah. and. It's really isolating because some days I just could not go outside and face, I don't know, I just, I think it's just, you know, I didn't want to go to mother's group yes. because it used to piss me off yes. that yep. everyone's kids are developing typically and whatever and, you know, they're complaining about what I think is small things. Yes. But for them it's, you know, it's valid for them yes. because, yep. you know, they're having issues with breastfeeding or whatever. But my my issues and my world seem so much sort of bigger mm. I guess, than the average, you know, mum or whatever. Mm. So I would find it really hard to go to those groups, yeah. especially, you know, with when different milestones were occurring. Yeah. So when, like, all the babies started crawling, I sort of didn't go for yeah. a few weeks. Or yeah. they started walking, I didn't go. So yeah. Whereas, you know, now some of those kids are, you know, at school with Coop, so it's, you know, it's not a big deal anymore no. because he's just sort of his own person now. Yeah, but everything's so but rapid yeah, those, then, isn't it? And for, it's raw. Yeah, you don't right. know the person, know. you don't know. And you were yeah. traumatised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you, 
which I think everyone around me knew I was traumatised, but I probably didn't acknowledge the trauma. Well, till, you can't. You know, yeah. No, you can't because otherwise if you acknowledge it, then you're just going to, you won't be able to do no, what you're that's supposed right. to do. That's exactly right. You have to keep parenting. That's why people don't yes. go and get counselling or psychology. They yeah. don't want to talk about it. We need to just bury it down because we've got to physically keep going every day to provide everything for our child. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I'd, I'd make appointments for psychologists and things like that and drive there and just I wouldn't go in yep. because I just couldn't deal with it because I didn't want to admit it. Mm. <laughs> you no, know, and it's myself. because it's really tricky because it's not that you don't absolutely love and adore your child. Of course. You do. But anything in life that throws you a massive curveball, you know, people people go to counselling because they can't buy into the suburb they want or they can't. You know what I mean? And we can laugh yes. at that. But to them, it's at that huge. moment in their life, it's huge. It's that their is life thing, isn't yeah. going the way they thought. So r- literally when we break it down, that's just the same thing, yes. right? And it's got nothing yes. actually to do with our beautiful children. It's just to do with us and learning. Yes. And loads of parents, yes. loads and loads of mothers and fathers have had counselling just because parenting isn't what they thought. Totally. So, That's exactly yeah, right. yeah, we really need to normalise that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And did you do any therapies where you plunged into early intervention? What oh, did yeah, that look like? Yeah, of course. Um, I remember like the really early days there'd be like a nurse would come from the hospital and visit. And then I remember as Cooper sort of got older, different, he'd be linked up with services, you know, for occupational therapy and physio and speech and all this sort of stuff and feeding and that kind of thing. And there'd be lots of therapists sort of coming over to the house. And, yes. But I used to hate, I basically hated it yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Because they'd bring in all this equipment and it was just so confronting. Oh, because, I remember that corner chair, the wooden yeah, corner chair. That, I know. And I just I know, remember just like thinking, don't bring that into my frame. house. Mm. Yeah. It's very confronting. It is really confronting. And Kate, just as you were saying before, you almost have to sort of segment those things yep. or segregate them or whatever because. Yeah, the con- you're constantly sort of looking at these equipment and saying in your in my heart, I was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. But then you have to then be like, no, I love my child, yes. I just hate the, and I the want- equipment, you know. Yeah, but those right. things would always get intertwined. Yes, and yes. it is tricky. Yep. yep. Oh, it is. And there's life's tricky. Mm. You know, motherhood is tricky, <laughs> parenting's <laughs> tricky. Um, and let's remember that when all these things were happening, you weren't even 30. That's right. No, that's you true. know, know. if you could do it, I was young it, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, me too. If you could do it with the mind of a forty-five-year-old, oh, oh, of course, not the body, totally, but the <laughs> mind. <laughs> like you, you're just so much more empowered, and yes. you know what matters and what doesn't matter, and you know, you're but you, you can't know all that. No, oh, it's just yeah, it's, a different person. Yeah, really hard time in your life, but you went and decided to have another little baby. Yeah, so that was a really big step of even just making that decision. Yes. But I think we made that decision based on the fact that, you know, Cooper was sort of two and a half at the time and, you know, he was so indulged and so, (laughs) you know, it was everything was about him. Yeah. That we're like, we've really got to have another child to actually just even this out and get, you know, take the pressure off Coops a bit. Right, yeah. But also, you know, selfishly I wanted to prove that I, that I could do yes. it, like do it, prop- do, do it properly, which that. sounds really bad. No, no, but, no I understand. No. It's a massive, massive thing that women have to get past. I know friends of mine that have had caesareans that wanted to have a vaginal birth afterwards and couldn't and felt like somehow they didn't do it right, mm. which, of course, mm. we're like, no, you, you had a baby. That's what you had to do. No, that's right. But yeah. I do understand what you're saying. How did you manage that time yeah. being pregnant? Um. I think it sort of seemed to sort of go on forever and I remember it, you know, I think that, that the scan that you do, like the 20-week or the 16-week scan or something or 12-week, whatever it was, yep. um, you know, there were some issues with PEPs and we had to sort of go and check that out and that was a bit sort of traumatic, sort of, yeah, just trying to figure out that everything was going to be okay with her. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I had her via cesarean. I had the same midwife sort of throughout the whole pregnancy because I offered that support Great. because of what had happened with Coops. Lovely. And, um, yeah, they were, everyone in the you know, operating room were really, really supportive and, you know, Peps came out as this pink, screaming, beautiful little nugget of a kid. <laughs> she, um, yeah, changed our lives. Oh, yeah. I know. I remember when she was born. And that was very, very healing, you know, having yep. this sort of typical, you know, textbook kind of experience in a way and 
you know, having a cesarean, it did not bother me in the slightest that I hadn't given birth vaginally because the doctor, doctors had had advised, you know, that's not a good idea. So yeah. Just, you know, go cesarean and that's the safest option for you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had peps. It was beautiful. So it was, it's almost been, you know, like pep is sort of almost like a firstborn child sometimes in that yes. a lot of those experiences I have with peps is the first time that I've had them. So yes, yeah, that's right. It's an, it's an interesting, interesting parenting and sibling mm. journey with those, with the first two. Yep. Yeah. And then you thought three's lucky, third time lucky? <laughs> well, then, <laughs> okay, to be honest, it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> 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 And I think Andrew just, I think Andrew sort of caught me at a a vulnerable time. (laughs) A weak moment. A a weak moment. And I was like, oh, whatever. This is, you know, it's very unlikely I'll fall pregnant sort of thing. Let's, yeah, let's do this. It's very unlikely I'll fall pregnant. Anyway, I felt pregnant. That's little Woody. (laughs) Yeah, so cute. Woody is his real name because that is Kate's pseudonym for her twins. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, sorry. That is my... Uh, Woody's real name is Elwood, but we call him Woody. Oh, yeah, Elwood, yeah, it's such a real cute. name. Elwood, yeah. Like oh, it. dear. Oh, well, there you go. So you got to fill up the whole back seat. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it. Yeah. And, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, even, yeah, it's 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 never dull, you know. No. no it's never a, a dull moment. Even when I talk to friends about my family, sometimes they're like, oh, I like, I wish we had a camera in there. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> the things I say, and they're like, "I wish we, you know, you'd be a great like live TV show." Oh, I was like, "Oh no, uh, no, 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 Imagine. no!" I can hear <laughs> no. scooting, hurtling I can hear the around. It's very, us too. it's very loud now that we're back to recording with remote learning. Let's. Can I just talk about when <laughs> you started your blog? Because yeah. you were one of the first people I oh, knew yes. that started a blog, right? And the I tried blogs. to start one, and yeah. I only did one because I couldn't put the photo in. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I started, I'm trying to think, I must have started blogging before I had Woody. Yeah, I think you definitely. Yeah. I reckon he was around two or three, Cooper, when you started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was my way essentially of sort of getting a lot of my feelings out and getting, you know, just sort of expressing, you know, this journey that I was on, you know, as parenting a child with a disability plus parenting another child and just the, you know, the comparisons of that, that sort of parenting journey. And then so I did that up until maybe Coops was about 10 and then I sort of I hit a moment where it was more that it, you know, Cooper's life was his life and he yes. needed to, that sort of need to be private or that sort of thing. Yes, so absolutely. I sort of shut that down and yep. then I started a travel blog, so something totally different. Yeah, yeah, so let's talk um, about that. Even though so, we can't travel right yeah. now, but I'm really proud yes. of this travel blog and this whole story. Yeah. <laughs> so tell everybody. So hopefully you can so get travel... back to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. See, the thing is, with the travel blog, I love I love the travel blog, and I, you know, we had so many different opportunities with that blog and writing so many different experiences that we had, and you know, the kids and Andrew and I we explored. You know, I think it was 32 countries, you know, together across the world. And I'd write about it and share so many photos of, you know, how he did it, the wheelchair access sort of side of things and how he'd travel, you know, with the child with a disability. But we basically just had the the view of we're going to go anywhere and try anything because I think it was, you know, deep down just proving to Cooper that, you know, despite, you know, having all these physical challenges, he can really do anything, you know, that anyone else can do. So yeah. You know, and we have so made so many connections with different people overseas and, you know, so many people would come up to me and, you know, thank me for bringing Cooper, you know, to their country, especially yes. across Southeast Asia. Yes. And just be, you know, because and so many women would come up to me and mm. say, you know, they had a similar birth experience and I remember speaking to one lady on the beach in Cambodia and we were just in tears and there was a big language barrier but, she was pointing to Cooper and mm. she was explaining that the same thing had happened to her <gasps> and they couldn't believe that that would have happened in Australia because oh, you know, of course. medically everything's supposed to be amazing over here. Yeah. And that they were so grateful that Cooper was able to experience everything that he was experiencing because their kids mm. were stuck, you mm. know, at home in a, mm. a double level stilt house and mm. not being able to get down the stairs sort of thing. Mm. So it was... Yeah, we made so many amazing connections, oh. you know, with so many people overseas and 
It was oh. a massive, a really massive part of our lives doing all that. Oh, huge, Brian. I remember um, mm. Mandy said you went and stayed in a yurt. Oh, come on. Talk about <laughs> yes, Mongolia. I mean, that's <laughs> my favourite moment. <laughs> I just thought, I can't believe she's in Mongolia. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I think that came about because Andrew had some long service leave for work. So I thought, well, we thought let's, you know, take the kids out of school for three months and we'll, you know, take them overseas. So we sort of planned this trip across Asia for three months and the first stop was um, to China and then Mm. we, from Beijing, we got on the um, Trans-Mongolian train that went all the way across to Mongolia. Yeah. I think it was, I think we were on the train for like 36 hours or something silly. Um, And we got off in Mongolia and we jumped in this guy's car that we'd sort of organised prior and he drove us to this national park in the middle of Mongolia and there was no one else around and there's all these little, just these little girls or the yurt, you know, out in the in the wilderness. Amazing. And we stayed, his name was Moggy and he had a little dog and we just stayed with him, you know, in his gur and oh. we went horseback riding and had baths in the river and oh. just um, collected cow poo and horse poo to make fires inside oh. the gur and... <laughs> It was it was really cool. Oh, it was cool. <laughs> it was really Looking fun. At, yeah. Yes. That was beautiful. It was really amazing and we still laugh about that because the horse, you know, we wanted to go for this horse ride and I was thinking it was going to be like, you know, a little trail ride like down at Gunnamatta or something, <laughs> you know, something like that. And I think it ended up being, you know, like seven hours on the back of a horse. Oh, and my Lord. I ridden a horse. <laughs> Your thighs horse, must have been so and the, so and the Mongolian horses are really little and like we're, you know, we're not little so, I, you know, I felt like I was squashing this horse. <laughs> Did Cooper go on that as well or? Oh, yeah. So Moggy, the, the girl host, he was this Mongolian guy and he just said, well, of course, you know, Cooper's and had exactly the same attitude as we do, yeah. is that Cooper's just going to do the same thing that we're all doing. So he just grabbed Coops and Cooper just sat in front of him and he was just like one hand on the reins of the horse and one hand holding Coops and I was absolutely crapping myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was be falling, falling off the horse. And Cooper just thought it was the best thing ever. And then they did the same thing to Woody. There was another guy that came. So Woody and Cooper are having races across the Mongolian plains with these one-handed things across rivers. Oh, Oh, have you got photos? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, heaps of photos. So then, yeah, so I have this photographer too. So I also take photos. But yeah. My blog, my blog doesn't exist right now because I forgot to pay the subscription. So, and I'm sort of, I, I probably wouldn't get back into the travel writing side of things. I, I just don't know. I'm not quite sure. I, I know that writing is very healing and very therapeutic for me, but yep. at this stage, I, I'm sort of at the point now where I feel as though that, you know, that travel, it was so adventurous and so amazing, but maybe I was at the time sort of running away from, you know, yeah. my like my current sort of thoughts or something and I was mm. using that as a bit of an escape in a way. Right. So then now since I sort of lost the plot a year and a half ago, then I'm moving in sort of a different direction, I guess I could say. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, did your are we talking about your rising from the ashes? Did that coincide with my phoenix? phoenix Did that coincide with COVID or? Well, no, it was before. It was was just a bit before COVID. We had a um, we had a trip booked to Spain, Portugal, and Morocco last March, 
which we didn't go to because of COVID. But prior to that, probably six weeks before that, I just, I don't know, I started not sort of sleeping well and feeling not myself and very, very anxious. And then I just completely had a total mental breakdown in the doctor's office when I was going to check if I was going through menopause or what was mm. wrong with me. Mm, yeah. So I thought it was, I don't know, I thought my jaw and everything were hurting, so I thought maybe something was wrong with my teeth. And I was trying to sort of have all these diagnoses of physical things, but whereas it was a total mental thing, but I didn't know right. it at the time. Yep, yep. And, so, and what happened? Yeah. What did the doctor say? What? How did that um, help well, you? He, well, he didn't. So I think it was the nurse at the doctors that was taking my bloods because I'm like saying there's something wrong with me. I'm going through menopause. I'm all over the shop. I don't know if I'm here or there or what's going on. Um, and then she just, I think she just said, are you okay? And, you know, as soon as someone says, are you okay? And yeah. then you just start bawling your eyes out. Mm. Um, so I just started crying, crying, crying. And I probably hadn't cried for like six months or something, mm. you know, cause I, well, really 16 years. I hadn't really cried. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it's, it was really all that trauma that I'd bottled up and I think it was ready to come out because I think as because Cooper's gotten a bit older and it was around his birthday because it's always mm-hmm. around his birthday yeah. that I have these sort of issues. Yeah. I think I I was able to let myself lose it and let all that emotion out because Cooper was 16 and he was he's he is who he is and he's yes. a strong, confident, yes. you know, young man. Yes. But it's not I'm not feeling that big burden of responsibility anymore and I know that he's happy with who he is and he knows who he is and he always has and mm. yeah. It was just, I guess it was just the right time for me to allow myself to let all that out yeah, and to, you know, deal with all that grief and all the guilt and all that sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's the yeah. reality, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. like 16 years, for some people it's 30 years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. right. I wish it sort of, I wish I'd broken down a bit sooner because it's actually been really life-changing breaking down and yes. piece, piece myself back together. Yeah. You know, and I might do it again as well. You never yeah. know. It doesn't just happen once in your life. No, <laughs> that's right. You know, no. So how did you go back time. and then talk about that with your family? Um, well, I think, I mean, Andrew sort of knew what was going on because I'd be up sort of in the middle of the night just shaking and not, I just wasn't, I just wasn't on the planet really. Mm. Um, and then I basically contacted like all my immediate family and they were like, thank God. God, it's finally happened. We've been waiting for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got two sisters, don't you? Yeah, I've got you're two close sisters to them. and then, yeah, and my parents yep. and like um, all of Andrew's family. And they were just like, thank God this has happened because we've been waiting so many years for this to happen and we don't know how you've held it together for so long and, you know, thank God. And they were all just really, really pleased. And even like my aunt, you know, my dad called my aunties and stuff and, you know, they all called me and, mm. you know, I'm really close with all my family and they were just like, you know, oh, it happens to the best of us and all these stories came out and then everyone, yeah. you know, once something sort of happens to you like this, so many people come out of the woodwork mm. with the, the same things happen to them but people are too scared to talk about it. The yes. same as like the child with a disability, they're too scared to talk about mental health as well. Yes. Mm. And they go hand in hand, those two things. Yeah, and so what do. did you do to rebuild yourself? Phoenix. Um, so, mm. so, <laughs> so when I went to the GP, he gave me some medication because I needed to, I guess, calm the anxiety down yeah. a bit in order to in order to be able to actually go to a psychologist. Yeah, yeah, yep, that yep, sort yep. of thing. So, um, I went and saw a psychologist a few times, but I mainly, and then it's I think then because Corona sort of came about, they only had them sort of online yeah. sort of psych appointments, and that wasn't. I like being in, in the Absolutely, room with yes. someone actually yeah, you know, reading people's, yeah. you know, seeing the body language yeah. and the, that mm. sort of thing. So I just I just started speaking to people, I think, and I'd go down to the beach every day and just start, you know, chatting with people and everyone has like such a similar story. I think if you're open, yep. you know, open to discussions with people, people mm. are open to discuss with you and, you know, my kids think it's hilarious that, I just walked down the street and, like, I know everyone now. <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. Just, I've become like this, you know, the old lady that just talks to everyone. And I've got a dog as well, so oh, the dog's, yeah. like, amazing. And, oh, and the dog's a massive therapy tool yes, as well. Yes, yes. Oh, they really are. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know how much. Oh, yeah. no, they are the best thing ever. Yeah. yeah. I know. I love dog people. I remember looking at the beach thinking, 
oh, who are these weirdos with all their dogs? And <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, now I'm one of them. Like I, like just in April, um, our little toy cavoodles called Bento, and he had his first birthday, and like I seriously made like cupcakes and Andy made a cake, and we <laughs> we had a full party, and the kids were like, you never make cupcakes for our birthday. Party. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah it's it's dogs are so healing they're, they're the so best thing they really are you know what because they have they absolute unconditional love oh and oh, definitely we really strive for that as as humans and parents and friends but dogs they don't have to do anything oh, they're just no. No, exactly. full of it they just love you yeah it's natural oh. even if they pee when they see you because they're so excited <laughs> 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 tell us about your swimming and and you've started oh, yeah, doing so, that yeah, so last, when was it? I think it was last school, the summer school holidays, like in December, yep. I said to myself, oh, I'm going to start. I've always seen these women in the water and I always thought I really want to be able to do that and I just I see like the smiles on their faces and just the community spirit and just this really, you know, getting in touch with nature and I thought I really want to be able to do that. So last December I just said, okay, I'm going to go into the water every day, you know, of December. So I did that. And I wanted to sort of start swimming. So then I started swimming out to this pole, which is a marker. I've been about 100 metres out or whatever. Mm. Wow. And then now I've swum, except for two days over winter, I've swum every day of winter except for two days. Oh, do you oh. wear a wetsuit um, or you just go in? No, so just my bathers. Wow. And a, wet, oh, a wetsuit hat because yep. the heat really escapes from your head. Right. And, mm. yeah, I've I've met this, like, amazing swimming community down there and, you know, we're all all different ages and all different walks of lives and all different careers and all different mm. family makeup. But I guess that one thing we've got in common is like what the healing powers, I guess, of cold water and yes. and we're all doing it for a different reason, but a lot of those reasons are for mental health and yeah. you know, whatever's bothering you in the day, you can get in that cold water and you're not thinking about it because yeah. you're, you're thinking about alive. how to breathe and how <laughs> yeah, not to yeah, exactly. exactly. You're trying not to die. And then like two mornings ago, it was so amazing because I was swimming and I thought something had touched my leg and I thought it was the girls that I was swimming with, but it wasn't them. It was these three dolphins like swam underneath me and looked at me in the eye. Amazing. Yeah, it's really, and we see dolphins all the time out there and it's amazing. So how far out do you swim? Um, So the we swim sort of past the pier into these little markers, which is about 100 metres out, but then we'll swim up and down between those markers. So some mornings we'll just do breaststroke and talk and other mornings we'll swim, you know, 800, 900 metres wow. you know, freestyle. Or, and we usually stay in about half an hour while oh. it's, you know, super cold at the moment. So Yeah, yeah because you're on the Mornington Peninsula but, here in Victoria. So it's cold. Yes. For those of you it's living cold. in Hawaii, the water's about 9 degrees. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is 9. I think it's gone back up to 11 and then in summer it gets to 19 so I cannot wait to be able to swim you know for an hour without being sort of frozen oh, oh. Gee. I don't know if you um remember Susanna and Trini from what not to wear yeah but Trini's continued on with a makeup empire and you know heaps of Botox and she's happy to talk about that and then um Susanna does wild swimming oh, and gets up in the morning yeah. with these other women in the country and they go and swim in like big lakes in England yeah. and she her hair's yeah, wild yeah. and yeah. she's just embracing her middle age. Yeah. Um and it's just yeah I I have never done wild swimming and I don't think I'm going to go down to the creek. But um <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's I do watch it. Yeah. I do think yeah. wow. Well there must be something in it. What mm. do people talk about the benefits? Tell us you know well, why. I think it, yeah. I think the especially like in the winter when you're having to learn sort of the breathing techniques, those breathing techniques can really help, you know, outside of the water if you're feeling really anxious. You can just try and, you know, imitate those, you know, because when you're in the water you've got to stop hyperventilating otherwise, you know, it's dangerous. Yeah. So if you've really got to keep yourself calm and then if you can apply those techniques sort of afterwards. But I think it's just you feel amazing when you hop out. Like when you're going in there, you're like, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? And it's amazing how your brain can talk you out of things so quickly. Oh, yeah. But you have to you have to sort of push past those, the thoughts of, you know, don't get in, don't get in. And then when you're coming out, it's like the biggest high, like oh, drug-free high that you yeah. can sort of have. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's really, really, yeah. Really That's good. I feel after awesome. I go for a walk or I play yeah. walking netball yeah. or, you know, the, yeah. you you got your things. Yeah, it's so same, yeah, it's so same like endorphins that, you know, yeah. really, 
you know, really happen. And But even that power just, of the cold to shock you into your own head, you know? Exactly. Like I'm, exactly. Uh, okay, I'm alive, I'm a person. I'm not yeah, ruminating, exactly. I'm not going over the yeah. same things. Yeah, You yeah. know, I can imagine that, you know, all right, I'm freezing, let's swim. Fr- exactly. And then Instead you have know, yeah. this yeah. sort of bonus of, you know, these people that you meet and just yeah, sort of the, the community. discussions you have and, you know, you can – it's just sort of everyone's sort of so open and free and especially when you're in the water, you know, you will have some of the deepest discussions, yeah. you know, you've had sort of thing. I can wow. imagine. While you're trying well, I can't imagine die. being able to <laughs> swim and no, handle I can't do waves that and talk. And, <laughs> no, but I'm not an ocean girl. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. the beach, yeah. love it, love it, but yeah. I'm a bit freaked out by things in the water. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, some people are. And the only things, you know, the last sort of month there haven't been much, hasn't been much marine life out there, but now it's getting a bit warmer, the like little banjo sharks with the little fish things, they're coming back and some stingrays and stuff like that. Wow. And Which how do you really think cool. that's transferred into your home life and who you are now um, and your parenting and all of that? Yeah, I think the best part about going for a swim in the morning, like when the kids were going to school, mm. was that I was removing myself from the situation in the morning where I'd be like yelling and screaming at everyone yeah, to get it's ready. Hard yeah, in the yeah, morning. It's hard. So then I'm not because I'm not there. So yeah. then, you know, miraculously everyone can actually get their breakfast and get themselves dressed. They don't need me to do it. Yeah. Um, whereas if I'm there, you know, they're asking me a million things and, yes. where, you know, where everything is. But if I'm not there, then they can, it's a miracle they can find it themselves, you know. Yeah, or someone else can. So, yeah, well, that's right. And then, <laughs> you know, the three kids sort of can help each other out or, yes. you know, I'll sort of make, you know, Coops can't feed himself breakfast or anything, but I'll just make him a protein smoothie and he can drink that himself. And when he's ready. He gets him, yeah, he gets himself dressed as much as he can and then I'll help him, you know, with his shoes or whatever. Yep. Um, but I'm sort of down the beach, you know, and I'll, I've started even doing meditation just before I swim. So, yeah. you know, just as the sun's coming up and then I'll go for half an hour swim and then, you know, come back home and then I'm much better yeah. place when I get home. Of course. Because I'm, re- I'm really positive I'm really happy and then, that sort of flows onto the kids. Whereas if I wake up and I'm have to deal with, you know, all the commotion that happens in the morning, then yep. it's horrible. And we were just, yeah, we were at the point where it was just really, really horrible for everyone and, mm. you know, just trying to balance everyone's emotions out in the morning. And then, you know, there'd always be at least one person that's going off to school in tears for whatever mm. reason. Mm. So now it's, and yeah, it's, it's a high, just, it's a high <laughs> thing. I don't know what, what I'm trying to say, but to know that you're the one stirring all that up, yeah. It feels awful as a mum because yeah, I know because yeah. I did it this morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, okay, I can see through everyone's eyes that I am the person that's made everything yeah. ten times harder. It's a big. Yeah, like it's it, not the, inst- the instigator of the trauma. <laughs> yeah, know? and then you're like, come on, you've got to be a better person. I don't want to be. I want to have a tantrum. I know. That's well, sometimes wrong. you're just saying, you know, like. Can you please log on to class? Stop yes. asking. Like I've yeah. asked once. I, <laughs> once. I know. I know. <laughs> it's all of a sudden spiraled. You're like, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I yeah. know. So I'm like, where did that come from? It's... Maybe the ocean does sound better yeah. than that, I think. Yeah. I think it does, Kate. I think we need to move. <laughs> it does. And then I'm down there, you know, obviously we're only allowed out for two hours of exercise. So I'll do yeah. my little swim in the morning and then I'll take the dog you know, down to the leash-free area. Yeah. You know, and chat with all my chat dog to people, and, yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Exactly, because everyone's out for a little bit of a chat. And, and you that's know, some the of the things you can do when your kids are a little bit older too. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was going to say. Or if you've got support was, workers or, you know, yes. a partner. Yeah, exactly. So I was speaking to um, some mums yesterday at the beach who have uh, similar age to me but their kids were much younger. So they had sort of preschoolers and newborn babies and mm. I was saying – you know, they were sort of looking at me like, how come I'm here with no kids? And I'm like, well, because they're older, I can leave them by yeah. themselves now. It's great. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm, it is really, great. It's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that said, you know, um, Cooper does have like a mentor that he sees once a week and then we've got a new family friend that will come and, you know, spend time with Coops during lockdown and whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we have – and I think we were sort of – my parents moved to Queensland a couple of years ago so we were – sort of forced to find people in our community yeah. to support us. So, yeah. And as they get, you know, as parents obviously get older and they can't be offering the same support. So no, it's been no. nice to, yeah. to look into your community and find people. And as you said, you've you've been forced to stay grounded in the one spot, whereas That's exactly I suppose right. 
if you hadn't have had that moment and or COVID, you would have still been off travelling the world, do you think? Well, definitely. And I wouldn't yeah. have even known that like a dog could change my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. That, and that being, you know, yeah, everyone sort of thinks, you know, oh, we're stuck in this one spot, which we are stuck, but I love it because it's real. I've just really been able to embrace this one spot. Wow. And, yeah. You know, whereas the rest of the family sort of want to go off and can't wait to get back on a plane, but yeah. I'm quite happy now. You know, I just I feel very settled. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, you've got a dog mm. now, so there's yeah. probably no more three-month holidays. <laughs> I know. You can no, start did, the, dog, to... the dog blog. The dog yes, blog. Yeah, it's gone. It's got to be something. A podcast? The dog pod. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what, oh. How has um, online learning been with the three kids? They're at three different schools. Yeah, um, it's very up and down depending on the – I think – I just really take it like half a day at a time really yeah. to how the attitude's going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, some days the kids are really motivated, some days they're not motivated. Um, so it really true. just depends on yeah, what subjects they've got. And oh, Cooper's no. in know, mainstream he, school, isn't he? He always yeah, has so been. Coop, yeah. So, yeah, Cooper has always been in mainstream um, since the start. So he's in always, year 10? Yeah, he's in year 10 now, yeah. 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 Mm. So he's. At the moment, he so he has a full time integration aid at mm-hmm. school, yeah, and so she's online with him, yep. you know, as much as she can be. It's a bit, of, it's a bit tricky because you know when they've got to be sort of online in a class, and then yeah. he can't be online with his integration yes. aid at the same time. So yes, yeah. So there's Andrew and I've been sort of helping out, you know, with things yep. when we need to, and that sort of thing. It's a big family affair. All the other kids sort of help coops out with different things depending on yeah. what the subject is. Yeah. But because he's in year 10, he's chosen subjects he wants to do. So it's yep. easy. Yeah, yep. that's true. And then, yeah, and then next year he's we've just done all his forms and everything to do VCAL next year. Yeah, yeah. right. And he'll um, do three days at school and a day in a workplace and a day at TAFE and he's going to do um, music production. and Ah, um, perfect. Like, D, like DJing and yes. stuff. Yes. He wants to be a really famous DJ and oh. work, work at a nightclub and things like this. I so, can see it, it you now. Yeah. He will do it. Look, He's a determined man. That would yeah. be an awesome dream. Oh, if I could have that? my life over, oh, oh. love it. That <laughs> Nowhere re- else I'd rather be. That just reminded me, he did a fair bit of modelling, didn't he? Oh, he did. Because remember he was the first one. Yes, in Target. Know, Kmart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know which one. Did, you tell yeah, me. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> the Kmart while we did that Easter egg for Easter like years and years ago. Yeah. And that was like the first time they'd advertised, you know, did inclusive advertising with someone, wow. you know, with different abilities. So. And we were just all so excited. We were going to the shops, taking photos of him on the billboard, <laughs> sending you like, oh, my gosh. It was know. so amazing, Bron. And even now he's, he comes out, you know, just in his jocks or whatever and he'll be like, I really want to do underwear modelling. <laughs> you know, well, he should. He, he's ripped. Out, he should. He's ripped. He works out in the gym every day. Yes, so. he does. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's strong now. Oh, well, oh amazing, God. hey? Yeah, awesome. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I really See, if am. you could go back and talk to that mum that gave birth, you'd be like, it's going to be all right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. and I know there are lots of people listening who are right in the thick of diagnosis or pregnancies that, you know, have been told that they're not going to have the dream outcome, but mm. it will be okay. Mm. Yeah. It really will be and it, it, yeah. it's it's so, so hard at the start and, yeah, but it will it definitely will be okay and you'll just, you'll be a better person. We are you know, better people, yes. That, like you I don't, just don't yeah, you know how we can get, anymore. how can we get that into our heads quicker, that we will become better people? I don't know. Because I just don't know because I didn't believe that. No, no. But I believe it now. Oh, I know. Yes. Yeah. So, well, just... If you are like Mandy and I and love listening to older women who've done it before, listen to the three of us. Yeah. You, it will, you will be a better person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're already an awesome person, but you're going to be even better. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, Bron, is there anything well, we've right. missed that you want to tell the P community? Because you, we could do a podcast with you for hours. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> um, I, <laughs> I can't think of anything. But I just, I mean, I just want to reiterate that it will be okay yeah. and you're, I think, you know, any views, you know, you might just sort of have different views of what disability is because of what you've sort of experienced when you were younger yeah. or, you know, whatever, but it, it's going to be your own journey and it's your child's own journey as mm-hmm. well and it's an amazing thing 
as a parent to be able to support that journey and to see that child be this like the most amazing human being and you know lots of days I look at Cooper I'm like where on earth did you come from like he's got I just I'm just sort of amazed by his sort of perseverance and Mm. just his love of all his love of life really and that how he sees life because that's probably the biggest thing that you learn as a parent is yeah how your child to see you know the world through your child's eyes and a child with a disability they cut through the bullshit straight yes. away and <laughs> it's real and it's it's real and they can yes. see it you know yeah they can see the reality of it sort of straight up yep. yeah yeah yep. and you just realize what matters and what doesn't matter exactly maybe exactly. that's what in some ways makes you a better person. Yeah. I think realising yes. what matters and going, ah, yes. screw that. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't matter. No, yep. very matter. true. Yeah. Yep. Well, Bron, thank you. I can't wait to see Cooper grow into a man, a young yep. man. Yes. Yep. And I can't wait to cheer your family on. Yeah. If you've thank got you. um, anything you want the P-Tribe to follow or, you know, you might not anymore, but maybe your Instagram is still there though, is it? Is it still there? It is, but I haven't been on it for a while, yeah, Yeah, because I sort of feel as though you can follow my Instagram, but that's a little while If people would like to look at the photos Yeah, they might like to go and see you in Mongolia. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's exactly right. Or just speak to me in real life down at the beach, you know. Yeah, okay. (laughs) When when we're allowed to go more than five kilometres. We're coming down. That's right. When people are allowed interstate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I remember Bron came to my house for the first time when we met in person and then we've probably only met, I remember we came to Cooper's birthday um and we've probably only seen each other maybe four or five times in person (laughs) but you you know our lives are busy but we could (laughs) have why didn't we see each other every week i know i know (laughs) i'll have a a date down the beach very soon yeah get kate mandy in the water we'll bring some dog cupcakes and we'll be there We'll, we'll bring get, our oodles. Yeah. We'll, bring, we'll bring our dogs and we'll right. meet you down there and yeah. maybe we'll put our toes in the water. Yeah, I'm not swimming. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, thank you, Brian. Thank You've you, thank given you. so thank much you. to the thank P tribe. No, thank of course. You. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you. Mandy, I'm so glad you asked Bron to come onto our podcast. Oh, I've been, I've been, um, she's always been on my list. Yeah. So it was great. Um, I'm just sad we couldn't do it in person. I know, it's so sad. I know you've been hearing this for 18 months, but, you know, we've got this little pod bar. We bought two extra chairs and two yeah. extra mics <laughs> and they do not get used. Yeah. And it's, but anyway, I'm thrilled that we could yep. speak to her and she has a lot for the peas to gain wisdom from. Yeah, she, she really yeah, does. Yeah. And she's been a beautiful friend. I just really like the fact that she's taking time for herself. Yeah. And I know that when you're in the thick of it, it seems like that's never going to happen. Mm. But um, Well, she's proof it can. She is proof it can and she's yeah. living and her best life. we have to fight for it. Yep, and she has. Yeah, and she has. Awesome. She does deserve an award for that. Yeah. Okay. Award from us. Yep. <laughs> a pea award. Okay, well, well, we think we've got a shared cry we this week. We have got a shared cry. So... Mandy and I have just been overwhelmed. If you're in our hangout, hello, hi, how are you going? <laughs> um, if you're not and you listen to the podcast and you would like to, you can join. It's 2P's um, Hangout on Facebook. Hangout. Yep. You have to answer a few questions. Um, but some beautiful Melbourne peas when Sydney first went into lockdown, said we should send some things because we did have some beautiful things sent to us last year. Mm. Um, and it's just been ongoing and there's just – Beautiful gifts. Oh, thoughtful and kind and yummy and interesting. Yeah, just amazing being sent all around from all around Australia um, to people in Sydney. And we know, we we did a long, long, long lockdown last year, I think 12 weeks. We did. And we know that Sydney, we won't mention how long you're going to be in lockdown for. We don't know. Well, we might be with you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're We're not crowing that we're going to be out. No. No, no. We've just had a few little... You know, reprieves during our last two. But oh, snap openings. Snap openings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, what it just makes such a huge difference. And so, and I also wanted to say on behalf of our beautiful, beautiful Briny, if you're in the hangout, you know Briny is just an instrumental part of our P tribe. Yeah. She, she did her own episode if you want to go back and listen to that. Um, and she was a tier one contact and spent two weeks yes. in complete isolation yes. with her children. She yes. could only leave home to get a COVID test. Yes. And the peas were oh, so beautiful, yes. sending her things, and yeah, it was just—I don't know—I—I I don't think there's a more beautiful bunch of people. No, 
And and I think we know when people need a boost. Yes. Don't and we? Yeah. We're just intuitively like, okay, this group of people or this person yeah. needs a bit of TLC. We did a P Zoom um, a couple of weeks ago. We, who knows? We may have done another one by this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, beautiful Donna was in there who is Victorian of the Year. And she, you know, Mandy said, can we do anything? She said, oh, I'm, I'm putting together lunch packs. And, yes. And she got $900 oh, within I know, an from hour. from the peas. Oh, well done, oh, everyone. You're was... generous. You don't have a lot of money and you're generous no. anyway. That's true generosity. Yes, it is. Right? We're proud of you. We are really proud of you. So that's all of our, it just made me cry, all of it. I was like, I just love you all. Yeah. So thank you for being so awesome. Anything make a difference in your life? Yeah, um, yeah make a difference was, um, well, speaking of Donna, Yep. She has started meditation. She started just for the P tribe, just okay? Just for the P. So for anybody that's in the Two P's in Podcast Hangout and you would like to, you can search in that group and find Donna's meditation, I think is what it's called, is it? Yeah, or I Two P's meditation? But you'll be able meditation. to find it. And so she is a trained meditation facilitator and she is doing this for us, for anybody who's needing a bit of a COVID break. Yeah, and she so, said she'll leave it up, I think, yeah, so that you can sort of yeah. do it live with her or you can do it later and we all need a break. Yeah, we so we're really, really thankful to Donna. I mean, as if that woman doesn't give enough of her time. <laughs> <laughs> I know? know. She's being helpful again. Okay, and my make a difference, it's a, you know, I'm not always um, the most poignant person, but um, I bought myself, I'm sure everyone's watched Meanwhile in Australia with Jimmy Rees, yeah. right? And if you're from overseas, he's this very funny Australian who actually was originally on a TV, kids TV show and he's just making YouTube and um, Snapchat, oh, TikTok videos about our lockdowns, how they're rolling in and out and this state's in and this state's out. But he has Melbourne, which is the state that Mandy and I are from, um, we have the best coffee in the world, so we're up ourselves about it. So he had has got this black coffee mug with just a sticker on it that says Wanker Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but he's put them out as keep cups. So I've got my Wanker Coffee keep cup and I just love it Aww, and it's making me happy yeah. and I'm like, thank you for bringing joy into this absolute shit show. A twin dad. Twin dad yeah. and he shows some of the mayhem of his no, house. I know, it's and awesome. I, I love it. It's just so, <laughs> so great. So my make a difference is a wanker coffee. Yeah, great. <laughs> what about your laugh? Okay, so what made me laugh? Of course, we're back in remote um, learning. Did we ever leave? Oh. Um, and we were talking about when Parliament first happened in Australia and how we had these terrible policies, right, that, oh, they're just atrocious. Anyway, racist, misogynist, <laughs> the whole lot. Anyway, and I said, um, uh, Woody said something to me like, well, you know, if you were around, what would have you done? And I said, well, nothing. I wouldn't have even, even I wasn't even allowed to vote as a woman. He goes, oh, well, I don't think so. You're pretty bossy and I know you very well and you would have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably we true, just mate. And I was like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but thanks for believing in me. Oh. Yeah, it was very, very funny. Oh, and we just, I was like, there Cute. you go. Yeah. Oh. What about you? Um, we did some cooking with Molly and I, and I must have used, I used like the lemon, um, what do you use? Zester? Zester, that's yep. right. And so I I'm, I'm put it down on the on the. Counter. Sorry, yeah. I can't even talk. <laughs> put it on the bench. And then Molly, she was standing over there and she goes, who shaves lemons? <laughs> Who put shaved lemons in food? <laughs> it was just so That's what we should call funny. it. Shaving your lemons. Shaver, the lemon shaver. The lemon shaver. I was like, oh, no, it's called a zester. But from then on we've been talking about shaving lemons. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. just so cute and funny. Oh, my gosh. That's the best part about having them oh, home. It is. There's just it's a funny, cute, really, really funny moments every yeah. single day. Yeah. I think maybe I can see them a little bit more than I could last year. Yeah, I think so too, actually. And I yeah. think we've become. I think I just am a bit resigned. resigned. Yeah, and we're like, so, well, this is life now and it's never changing. Yeah. So Whereas last year we had hope that this year wouldn't be the same. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, if we're back here in 2022, I we'll don't know who we'll, we'll be. We'll be different. People, yeah, well, we are different people, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, anyway, thank if you. If you're in Queensland, enjoy everyone Go to that else, beach. Everyone if you're in else. Western Australia, yep. wherever, who knows? By the time this comes out, you could all be in lockdown. That's right. And our Kiwi peas, yep, they're in lockdown, they're in lockdown. Too. yeah. So, it's... are we seeing you? Thank you for everyone that's bought our book. Please oh, keep buying it you. online. If you're at the shops, please buy it. Please take a photo and send it to us. We, yes, get so excited to see our book in oh. shops because we haven't been able to no, see it. I, I went ha- once, I haven't seen it, yeah. so I haven't 
yeah, I'm hoping it'll still be on the shelves yes. because new books will come out. Yes, of course. So we had beautiful sales in the first week because all of you peas that had pre-ordered, but then Mandy and I weren't able to do much publicity. No. So don't bring out a book during COVID if no one knows who you are. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> There's my right. tip for any of you unknown authors. Oh. So if you have a spare 20 or $30, it would make a really big difference to us if the book gets sold. Yeah. So we know, we, we know it's just COVID's fault. We're not yeah. beating ourselves oh, yeah, up. That's right. I'm proud There's of the book. nothing more we could do. You can actually go to our merch store and they're signed copies and you can go to our website and Mandy and I will write a, a special note Message. for you if you want. Yeah. But the merch store is probably a quicker way of getting it if you just sure. want a signed copy. Yeah. Um, and they're $30 on there including postage. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, pretty so good. So please do that. Rate and Thank review. Thank you, peace. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.